You know how insane I look right now talking to myself on the floor of Hobby Lobby? Nine brushes or one tiny tube of white acrylic paint. This is making me angry. Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. I'll be your checkout lady today. Shepard, and this is... Mitchell Manley, Retail Radio Ranger. Do you have this, like, written on a sheet that I don't see, or is your brain just magical? No, I just think about it sometimes, you know. On occasion, I'll think about it before the record. Sometimes I'm doing it on the spot because I'm like, damn it, I forgot to think of something. But this one, I, I gave a little bit of thought to, and I was like, retail ranger, retail radio ranger, retail... <laughs> I don't know. Just something that indicates... That this week's theme was was uh, inspired by me being uh, in retail, <laughs> and I, I just I literally never think of it beforehand. It's I'm That's halfway through. Right, you know? I'm halfway through my two syllable first name before I come up with the before solution. Come up with something. It works though, you know. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so you know we're continuing with our good vibe situation, I think, and mm -hmm. you came up with this theme. Right, so I've recently re-entered the world of, of retail, and I work in an office supply store, and there's this song that, that you know, it's actually several different songs, but uh, several different songs will play during the day, and just over the last month and a half that I've worked there, they'll just get stuck in my head, and then they go from just, like, barely noticing them to, like, getting really excited whenever they come on and, and like, paying attention to them and actually listening to them in my time away from work as well. And, you know, that's happened a ton over the years in different jobs that I've had. And I just think it's an interesting phenomenon to to find music in, in places that you, that you otherwise might not have, uh, wh whether it be at your job or, you know, uh, through commercials or, or a TV show or, or whatever. It's just different ways that normally you would think, OK, uh, a song that's in a commercial is going to be stupid because they're trying to sell you something. But. <laughs> Sometimes really good songs come on commercials, and then you learn about a band, and they become one of your favorite bands, you know? Yeah, um, and then I, I think there was, like, one good song that came out of American Idol that I noticed, at least one, you know, mm -hmm. um, by Philip Phillips. I remember that name because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's easy to remember. Right, sure. So I think that's, like, a weird place to find music, even though the whole show was based on music. Right, yeah. <laughs> what song did you bring this week? So I'm going to start us off with an artist named Zamina Serignana and her song, Different. Like I said in the thread, this is a song that plays on the in-store radio at uh, the office supply store where I work. 
and just something about the rhythms and the harmonies and the chorus just kind of caught my ear in the first week or two and then just hearing this song at least once a day playing in the background as I was working and so once it had it had me curious I'd kind of pay a little bit more attention whenever I'd catch it playing and then eventually I just had to look it up and and play it a million times in a row just to scratch that itch uh, I had never heard of Zamina Serignana before but I discovered that she's actually a pretty well-known uh actress and singer in her home country of Mexico. Uh, she started out as a child actor on like some telenovelas in the 90s and then made her way into several movies as she got older. And then in her late teens, she started focusing on a music career. And she was super successful on like the Latin pop charts with her debut record in 2008. Uh, this song came off of her second record from 2011, uh, which she was trying to like bridge the gap between English language pop. And uh, she worked with a couple songwriters on the album. And this song in particular... Uh, was actually co-written with Tim Armstrong from Rancid and Operation Ivy, the Transplants. So it's definitely got a bit of that like sky vibe tucked away behind some of the pop theatrics, but it's especially evident when the horns start to swell in the pre-chorus. It just makes the song really rich and full sounding. And owner is just super catchy, has tons of neat influences and rhythmic tricks, and I just can't get it out of my head, so I wanted to share it with everybody. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. Um, it has hand claps in it, and I just love mm-hmm. hand claps. I'm pretty sure that's established. It has horns, and, you know, my my love of ska is not a secret. So, yes, I loved the horns, and it's so dang sunshiny. And, like, there's whistling, too. Like, did you mention mm-hmm. the whistling? I don't think you did. I didn't the- mention the whistling, but I did find out that's actually her whistling, too, so... <gasps> Uh, you know, impressive. usually they'll hire in some sort of professional whistler. <laughs> she herself is the professional whistler. Oh, wow. Which Magical. is cool. And if she has a kid, they can paint a portrait called Whistler's Mother. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Sorry, that was ridiculous. Um, watched uh, Mr. Bean recently. Um, I I kind of love that this is a celebration of zoning out or being in and of a different world. Like, it's like, oh, you know, I just like that. I, I think I haven't been like in a store that's playing music in like so long and I certainly think that maybe uh, something this jazzy would have like caught my like ear Um, I'm absolutely curious how these kinds of songs end up in stores and I'm probably gonna have to like look into the retail space you know yeah, I should be a, a retail space sound designer uh, or, or music director. I think I could make a pretty great shopping experience. I think we need to find out where that is. You, you'd have to say goodbye to your office supply store, though. Right, but then I'd be piping in tunes to, to office supply stores all over the nation. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, I brought Tangerine Dream. The dream is always the same.
this is straight up where I admit that I wear headphones in stores. Uh, Kroger is like the only place I go into now. And like many women, even before the pandemic, I just, I want to like ignore other people while I'm there. Um, because people like to talk to ladies for no dang reason. Right. Um, the downside of that is I don't hear music in stores. So if there is music, I don't know about it. Um, all this is to preface that where I got this song, um, it was Dakota. He was already in bed after I'm taking like my time doing my like brushing my teeth and washing my face routine. And I heard music and I liked it. I was like, oh my God, this is music in the wild. Hey, what song is that? And so I know I've heard Tangerine Dream before and, you know, I'm pretty sure I don't think it just like popped into my ears like it did, you know, while I'm. I guess brushing my teeth. Uh, I, lo- <laughs> I love the synthy dreaminess of this, and I'm absolutely shocked that this is an older generation piece. Uh, either way, it is just like super chill while having quite a bit of movement and dynamics. Yeah, I've, I've been a fan of Tangerine Dream for a while, and I knew that they did the soundtracks for like Sorcerer and Legend and some other kind of lesser known films, uh, but I didn't realize they did the score for Risky Business. Uh, they're probably the most prolific band I can think of. They've put out something like 150 albums of material, uh, which sure, a lot of that is instrumental. A lot of it's just like spacey atmospherics. Uh, several of them are like live performance recordings, but even if you narrow it down to what might be called serious albums, uh, they're still well past 60 or 70 full-length albums. Uh, they've inspired tons of other electronic, ambient, and dream pop musicians. Were a huge inspiration for the uh, theme song and the score for that series, Stranger Things, which has a lot of spooky uh, synthy jams. And yeah, just a legendary band for a ton of reasons, and, and somehow among them is providing the soundtrack for an otherwise schlocky Tom Cruise film, so... <laughs> <laughs> Got to give them some credit. I had I forgot it was Tom Cruise's in there that was dancing around, but yeah. I haven't even seen it. Have you? It's I've watched it when I was a kid. You know, it's, I don't remember very much about it except for uh, you know the scene where he's sliding around in the socks. <laughs> Did you ever try to re uh, redo that scene? Yeah, I probably busted my ass a few times <laughs> just sliding around in my socks. <laughs> it was not to Bob Seger, but you know, yeah. still counts. Yeah. Um. Granted, like I don't really allow the sliding in the socks because I'm afraid somebody's going to bust their head open, but then mm-hmm. I'm allowing roller skating inside the house. So right. yeah, I don't think uh, it is kind of a trade off there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ear buddies, of course, I'm sure they always have their like ears to the wind so that they there can find go. music. Um, our first ear buddy is Jeremy who brings Moto casters, the Buddha. <laughs> First heard this album before a rock show in New Jersey. Just one of my favorites. This one knocked me off guard because we went from like two sunshiny, like chill vibe things 
and I'm a dingus, and I thought this was going to be played in the Kroger because, you know, that's how I do. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. This isn't Kroger music. So it's a bit aggressive and a totally pump-up song. If Jack Kerouac was more into heavy music versus beat poet, this would be him. Yeah, Jeremy has uh, shared this band with me a couple of times now, and their sound is just so massive and chaotic. Uh, I can't believe that they never made it huge. Uh, I don't know what year Jeremy saw these guys in New Jersey, but uh, this record was released in 1994, and I can't imagine discovering a band like this live, especially in, in that time frame. Like It totally tracks for Jeremy. I know he's into a lot of the really artsy, noisy, kind of post-punk, alt-rock, and was probably on the forefront of bands like this emerging in the late 80s and early 90s. Uh, I just can't even imagine the thrill of like getting to see that progress in real time and experiencing bands like this kind of you know coming into the music scene and pushing the envelope finding new ways to be harder and heavier yet still maintain that sort of ironic tongue-in-cheek sensibility underneath it all so yeah I'd, I'd definitely leave that show changed man as well I it's just you know I really need to read like the stories before I like click on them but, sure. but I like to like definitely come into stuff fresh. So I was just like, so if Kroger were to have this music, I bet you wouldn't have as many people sitting in front of the apples for no dang reason. Yeah, you're probably right. Yep. Things would be moving and shaking a little bit. <laughs> uh-huh. Taylor's our next ear buddy. Uh, he brings Jessica Lee Mayfield's Oblivious. says i discovered one of my favorite albums because the hbo show animals played a 15 second clip of this jessica lee mayfield song in between scenes i had to pause the show and look it up it's also a really good show i love a disconcerting contrast between something like grimy and gruff with a feminine vocalist that's like very feminine it gets so heavy intense but vocally it's like ethereal and floating above all of it I legit am one of those people who pauses a show to hunt down a song. And dude, like that's every single song in dark. That is what I did. That's why it took me forever to finish that series. <laughs> it yeah. is. It's, I love soundtracks that do that. And I find that streaming, um, streaming has really given people more time to like focus on, you know, delving into the show more further by like, pausing and finding the music and it's always genius stuff it seems like right yeah i've also i haven't watched dark just yet but <laughs> I, i've found that like there's really a great uh advent of of streaming television shows using great music so uh yeah this one's just slow and sludgy just the way i like it uh and i love that we're highlighting songs that you heard on tv or movies because that's one of the most rewarding places to find those surprise tunes 
Uh, I remember liking a lot of the music on Weeds, and more recently, I've I've heard a ton of comments about the music on that show, Letterkenny. Uh, I've never heard of the show Animals, but this is definitely uh, the sort of thing that I'd immediately have to look up as well if I heard it on a show or in public. And I, I too love that mashup of the grimy, sludgy feel with like the dreamy female vocals, lots of echo and reverb, but over these just monolithic, down-tuned guitars. Uh, I had to check out more of her tunes, and while this one's definitely a little heavier than her other stuff, she's definitely an artist that I'll be checking out more of, and I know that uh, many of the Ear Buddies would be super into it as well. So if you're into that noisy, indie, punky alt-rock, you'll definitely be into what to, what she has to offer, I think. Yeah, and who who wouldn't be into that? That's all I'm right. saying. Um, our next Ear Buddy is Will, Will S., who brings Robin X's Nero. says when i was grand manager wait general manager general manager (laughs) yeah when i was general manager at the new daisy i remember we had a hip-hop rental i was walking from my office to the bar to check on how things were going when i heard this at the time young kid on the stage just killing it i stopped in my tracks to watch him perform robin x still continues to impress and i hope he keeps it up okay i didn't know what i was getting into and at the very beginning of his like Memphis Orange Mound, and I was like, wait, 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 this is a Memphis artist. It's like super mm-hmm. obvious. Uh, it's straight up an amazing song. The bass gives me chills, and like it legit encompasses a solid love of the city. I think if you live in Memphis any amount of time, you get this serious love of the city. The sound is super unique, and he tackles some issues in here. And I saw like people commenting that he sounds like Eminem, and I don't think that's true, um, mostly because it's different constructions. But I love. Like, it's, I don't know. I love everything about this song, and I'm so glad I know about this local artist now. Yes. Uh, Robin X, definitely one of the best performers coming out of Memphis these days. Uh, he used to do shows with the Negro Terror Dudes, which is where I discovered him. Uh, and he's been on the grind with his music for a while now, and he's gained a lot of that much-deserved traction. Uh, not only is he, is he an extremely talented lyricist and MC, but he's also just the nicest dude ever. He's got a really interesting story and background, so he's also really positive and uplifting with what he does which really sets him apart from the other folks around here uh his lyrics and his message just make you want to get hype and live your life to the fullest and he performs with such like passion and authenticity i just can't wait to see him blow up and get huge eventually i know it's going to happen for him oh yeah and it's so good like when you think of like local musicians i don't think i just i guess i think more of like there's the punk scene i guess with um what's the record place 
goner yeah <laughs> that, that, yeah i love memphis um but <laughs> like you have goner records and then you're laughing at me it's okay um the you know you have like the rhythm and blues stuff like uh, i guess more sun records stuff like but that's like the old you know whatever and then um i guess i don't know how much jazz is actually in memphis but i think more louisiana but there's like so many local musicians and i just and it, this stands apart from local Memphis rap, too, in such a unique way, and I just love it. Mm-hmm. Our next everybody is Debbie, who brings Tigers and Monkeys, The Ballad of the Smoking Guns. Debbie's like, I heard this song in a Walgreens late one night and had to Shazam it. Okay. I need to know which Walgreens you're going to because mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I do not hear cool music at Walgreens. Uh, I think I still hear the same stuff that was like playing in Kroger in 1990s. I don't know. This is the punkest Walgreens that has ever existed. And I, I love it. I just, I need to like, this whole song has... M- made an imaginary Walgreens in my mind, and I love it. <laughs> it's such a good song. So now too. you need to go and open up your own Walgreens franchise and find <laughs> some way to, to to make the ultimate Walgreens playlist. Yeah, because, I mean, this is magical. Uh, this is a great song. I, I'm mostly talking about, like, my view of Walgreens, but it's like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine, like, hearing this in a Walgreens of all places, but I do love those little sorts of surprises. You know, the song... Uh, is definitely among my favorite like sounds in rock music. It's really reminiscent of that 90s alt-rock like Veruca Salt, L7, The Breeders, early Luscious Jackson. Lots of energy, lots of attitude. Uh, I definitely don't want to pigeonhole them with, you know, with a ton of like quote unquote girl bands, but like genuinely, as I've mentioned before, that particular strain of like 90s alt rock with the snarky female vocals just has this special glow to it that I really love. And this one just hits that vibe dead on the nose for me. So definitely want to dig in and see what else this band has to offer. I know. Just um, just imagine, though, like walking in and this would be the song you'd hear. This would be so fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would have to Shazam it. I would have to download Shazam to do it. I'd probably wreck that Walgreens having a good time. <laughs> uh, our next everybody is Blake, and he brings Cosmo Sheldrake's Come Along. There's no such thing as time to kill, nor time to throw away. So once for the bright sky, twice for the pigsty, thrice. Sing till sundown and feast with abandon. We'll see 
surprised by the sound of the bird song. He says, these days, it's not that unusual to first come across an interesting song on a commercial, but I got on board with this tune from that commercial, I think in 2019, for what I think was some Apple product. Dude, this orchestral stuff, like, gets me every time, and it's very marchy, and dang it, they brought a flute up in here with, like, their upbeat, like, march. I just love it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, this might just be because I like marching bands. Uh, straight up covering so many emotions. And heck, this is why I appreciate commercials, even though I don't see them that much anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've mentioned it before, but yeah, I, I, that's how I discovered Nick Drake. Uh, it's how I really got into Modest Mouse. I like heard them on Volkswagen commercials <laughs> or something like it's it's strange. And like, you know, the purists may think it's it's you know selling out or whatever but like as long as someone discovers good music i don't see anything wrong with that and you know i, I really loved this one uh it, it kind of has some more mature more refined like alt j vibes maybe <laughs> uh the production's really dynamic lots of volume and intensity shift lots of cool rhythms and phrasing in the lyrics and even the lyrics themselves which uh, a lot of the times are referencing lewis carroll's jabberwocky poem uh just lots of fun to follow along to uh, it's always a little strange saying you discovered a song from a commercial. And for folks like us with discerning music taste, sometimes just the fact that a song was used in a commercial disqualifies it from being cool. Uh, but for me personally, I'll never begrudge someone for coming to a band or artist from a commercial. Uh, like I said, I remember hearing Nick Drake's Pink, Pink Moon on a car commercial as a kid. And in some ways that may feel like bastardizing this beautiful, meaningful music, but... On the other hand, it helped me discover one of the greatest and most underrated songwriters of all time. And like, sure, I may have eventually stumbled upon his work later in life, but since I heard it instead, you know, sometime in like middle school, I got to be the cool kid and like introduce all my friends to Nick Drake in middle school and like early high school. So I was much cooler for having heard Nick Drake on a Volkswagen commercial or whatever. You're always cool because you don't confuse Nick Drake and Nick Cave. Right. Yeah. I know the difference for sure. <laughs> Um, our next ear buddy is our next and last ear buddy is John M, who brings Pastor T. L. Barrett and the Youth for Christ Choir, like a ship. I search for pleasure.
He says, found myself a South by Southwest party sponsored by Doritos Locos. Dude, cool flex. I just want to say, <laughs> that'd be so cool. Um, he continues, uh, or something, with lots of influ influencers and assorted annoying people everywhere, was trying to figure out the next move when suddenly this song came on. It didn't fit the mood of much else that was going on and felt like the literal bomb of Gilead to my ears immediately smashed Shazam on my phone, did some research and found the guy later had a record on the Stax Gospel Truth label that I'd find a couple years afterwards at Goner Records. This song should have been first, so I could have gotten my Goner Records reference. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, harmonies, out the booty. This is like the kind of Christian-y stuff I can totally dig into because it sounds beautiful. And it is just smooth, soulful, it is absolutely intoxicating. I agree with the Balm of Gilead comment completely. Yeah, for sure. I agree that this is the the sort of like it's bluegrass and like really chill gospel get mm -hmm. the pass for like the Christian e music because no matter what they're singing about, it's going to get me going. Mm -hmm. uh, I totally would have flipped my wig hearing this randomly at some festival as well. I'd kill to have something like this on vinyl. Uh, the song just sounds like the clouds opening up into this, you know, brilliant blanket of blue sky and a warm ray of sunshine just beaming directly into your soul. Uh, the bass line of this is just the perfect foundation for the whole thing. It's super fat sounding and really drives the momentum and the energy of the song. But it also knows when to hang on those root notes and when to go walking around. And whenever it does go walking, the bass player knows exactly where he's going and why. He's got the soulful electric pianos and those gospel choir voices and like this sort of call and response with a soulful lead singer. Just so moving, so powerful. Definitely getting added to all my feel-good, sunshine, fun time playlists. How many of those do you have? I have at least three. <laughs> I have like angry girl music, happy girl music, and then just random piles of stuff. Right. You're probably super organized with it. Um, so if you want to like tweet at us, just, you know, happy, happy 2021 vibes, you can tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at Andy Pod. The Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group. And that, like, look, just, just follow the announcements so you know when this show is, like, being brewed. Because we're trying to be kind to ourselves this year. Yeah, for um, sure. If you uh, want to leave us a voicemail, you can call us. 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. You can email a show, endpod at gmail.com. And you can see me struggle endlessly. Like, it's it's actually, you know, it sounds like a joke, but it's for real. Uh, endpod.com, part of the 10710 Network. <laughs> What's our final song this week? I'm going to leave us with an artist named Max Frost and his song, Good Morning. Uh, this is another one that plays overhead where I work and always makes me feel great when I hear it. Puts a little pep in my step. Uh, I really don't know a whole lot about Max Frost except that he's from Austin, Texas. Uh, he grew up with like these really eclectic tastes from rock to jazz and blues to hip hop. So it sounds super warm and sunshiny. It's got a classic feel but with a sort of modern approach. Uh, he's just got a sense of soul that's hard to fake. You can tell this dude isn't like cashing in on ripping off his influences. He's really wearing them openly on his sleeve and just like wants to deliver that feel good, hit you deep down in your soul kind of music and pay homage to the classics, but also bringing a little bit of a millennial edge to it. Uh, yeah, this song just always gets me super hype and ready to take on the day. So I suggest you tuck this one on onto all your morning playlists as well. So here's Max Frost with his song, Good Morning. Thank you.
this blues, yeah. Turn the TV off, this bad news, man. Feeling fresh like a Ziploc new man. OJ with a champagne tuna. I'm mostly Holy Ghost running through ya. Hell yeah, it's a new hallelujah. Popping like the top off a bottle and I ain't stopping yet.